Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Today's installment of Future Focus is with Jim Cohn, NSPS Director for Washington and LSAW Past President. My name is Tim Birch, Vice President of NSPS, and I sat down with Jim during the recent LSAW conference outside of Seattle to discuss the evolution of surveying. Jim is currently working on a manual of surveying basics that will help those who are new to the profession better understand the fundamentals of what we do. His experience as a practitioner as well as an adjunct professor couple well with the easygoing demeanor that is apparent in our chat. Thanks for joining us and hear why Jim sees surveying entering into an exciting era on this edition of Future Focus here on Surveyor Says. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Future Focus here on the Surveyor Says Podcast. My name is Tim Birch, and I'm here today with a distinguished gentleman in the Washington area, Mr. Jim Cohn. He is the current NSPS director for uh, for Washington, and well, well welcome, Jim. And uh, Thank you. Why don't you, what we're trying to talk about today is really where the, the profession is going, especially here in the Pacific Northwest, and, and a few of the things that Jim has put together over the years of pushing the technician forward and where, the, where we see the stuff going. So I guess first, Jim, why don't you give us a little background on who you are and where you've been. Okay, well, my name is Jim Cohn. I started surveying um, in Maryland, as a matter of fact, on the East Coast. Uh, I, I grew up in the Maryland area, and when I came back from Vietnam, I needed a job. I was working in a 7-Eleven, and I didn't see that as a career field. And um, I was hired on as a uh, rear chainman by uh, Eldon Snyder uh, out of Snyder and Associates. And I worked uh, for him, and then I worked down in, um, in Annapolis, Maryland for Russ Lohman. And then I moved out west, and um, I uh, worked up in Canada, in Alberta, and then I came to Washington State, and I worked on the eastern side of the state, then here on the western side. I'm a professional land surveyor in uh, Washington and Oregon, and I'm also a certified federal surveyor. And I taught at Renton Technical College for 23 years, and I was an adjunct professor at Seattle University for five years. Very nice. That just about sums it up. <laughs> Very, no, no, that's, that is, that's excellent. Well, and part of the reason we're talking today is because of your background, uh, and, and your, the experience that you've had and, and seeing the changes in the profession, uh, you know, that was one reason, and I'll be completely honest, that I was, I invited you on because I really wanted to hear how you were doing things differently up here, in my opinion, with uh, promoting the profession and pushing the technician side of things. Uh, your work at Renton, Co Renton Technical College, um, I've heard through various sources, was, uh, was an excellent curriculum. And uh, just curious where you're going, where you think the, the profession itself is going and where it needs to go. Well, you know, this is an exciting time for surveyors. I, you know, I tell, used to tell my students, and I still do when I give seminars and talks, um, when I started surveying, it was closer to the way George Washington surveyed than the way we are now. <laughs> exactly. And with all the, the technology that's at the disposal of these, of these surveyors, these technicians, it is really an exciting time. But with that, we have, we have to be careful because we have technicians out there 
that are very good surveyors, want to be good surveyors. And they can go out there and they can use a robotic instrument and they can do GPS and scanning and all these things, but they don't know the theory behind it because there's a lot of technicians out there that have had little or no formal education. And we have to be able to reach out and help those people because every time they go in the field, they're carrying my stamp and every other exactly. professional surveyor stamp. And the, if they know a lot, that's good. If they know more, that's better. And if they know too much, that's just right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, and we were, as we've talked about over the years, uh, the profession has changed not with the tech not just not just with the technology itself it's what it's allowed the freedom of the, the of a field crew to reduce from two man or from three man to two man and now a lot of cases one man and we've lost that mentoring opportunity uh, how do you see us how do we get that back where do we need to well, go I you know first of all uh, when when I learned a lot of the stuff that I did, it was on the job. I can remember learning how to calculate horizontal curves over the hood of a truck. And um, now, with the automation that we have, with the CAD work we have, the computers we have, all oh, the data collection, all the stuff that we have, the technician has lost that mentoring. And it's not because we're, as, as professionals, we're too lazy or uh, we just don't want to be bothered with them, but because the way that, that we survey now, we just don't have that opportunity to. Right. So one of the things that I'm doing, and um, I'm getting help from surveyors all over the place, I'm putting together a book on math for surveyors. Now this book is intended for the surveyor or the surveying technician who has little or no formal education. And it's what I'm doing is I'm going through the basics of algebra and the basics of trigonometry and showing the surveyor, uh, the survey tech, how this applies to what we're doing. So I'm taking the math and I'm putting it into surveyees. Right. And I'm trying to, to create this book where a surveying technician can sit by himself and he can learn this stuff. I'm putting a PowerPoint together with it and hopefully it'll it'll be a uh, it'll be a help to the surveying technician out there, and whether they're in the state of Washington or in the state of Florida, it, it doesn't sure. matter. You know. Sure. Yeah, that's just it. I mean, the that that math that instruction is universal. Oh, yeah. So that's that's awesome. Um, just kind of as a side note, so. Who's sponsoring this? Who's paying for all of this? <laughs> I am. <laughs> exactly. And I guess that's part of the reason that uh, I wanted, I, it was important to me to to help you promote this 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 manual you're putting together because uh, to me this is this is a work of love. And you, because of the love of the profession and you love what you do. Well, I'm very fortunate because I have the luxury of time because I'm retired now. And so I can sit with my cup of coffee in front of the computer and I can go through this kind of stuff. And I, uh, I'm also very fortunate that I have sent rough drafts of this book out to surveyors all across the nation. And um, getting their feedback is a big help. And most surveyors, the, the professionals that I've talked to, see that this is really important and it's, it has its place in the world. And um, so 
you know, it's a work in progress right now, but I'm getting close to being finished with it. And, uh, and I, anybody who wants it, I'm, we're going to work out some kind of a detail that they can get it. You know? Sure, sure. Well, I guess just in the, in the short time, I've had my hands on it and looked through it. Um, as much as I do appreciate it going for the technician, I think it's, it's a good, if nothing else, a refresher for those who are moving on to their, their survey intern, uh, taking the, 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 the FS and the PS through NCWS. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good, good comprehensive exercise to run through mm. that uh, uh, it, it's, it's quite impressive. It's, it really is. Um, so I guess, I guess what pushed you into wanting to put this thing together? Well, I've always, I think it's really because of the way that I came up through the profession. You know, I was hired off the street and I, uh, you know, they gave me a plumb bob and I had no idea what that was about. And, and, and you know, it, it, it just came through the profession. I've been very fortunate. I've had wonderful mentors in my life and they, uh, they've helped me about, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to be where I am. And um, they, uh, I see that the technician doesn't have those advantages that I had. Right. And they need them. And it's, you know, I talk about this book, but I, I, as you know, I do a lot of, I teach at a lot of seminars, at state seminars and stuff, and when the old ACSM days and the conferences that we used to have there, I was always there. And, and all of my classes, whether it's uh, math for surveyors or if it's random error theory or PLSS or whatever it may be, I try to gear it towards the technician because the professional has a lot of resources that they can go to. Right. And a lot of very good resources. I'm not, I don't see that with the technician. And they need this stuff too. They need to exactly. become a part of our profession and think of themselves as being in a profession, not just having a job. Exactly. Um, I guess kind of to look back through history a little bit, and, and <clears throat> I mean, you talk about the, the old ACSM days, and uh, how have you seen that the profession and the professionals have changed? What, 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 how have we evolved from the 70s and 80s till today in as far as the interactions with professionals? Well, you know, it, it, that, that's really interesting. And the best way I can say it, when I started surveying, we were a plain surveyor. The earth was flat with square corners, you know. Now we're geodetic surveyors. Right. And we take into consideration the ellipsoid of the earth, the geoid of the earth. Those are common terms to us now. And, you know, with, uh, with GPS, we're not talking about creating our own little grid system of 10,000, 5,000. We're talking about earth-centered, earth-fixed coordinates. Right. And just over coffee, like it's another thing. So we've evolved, and we've become, we have much more tools available to us, and we have to be on top of these things. And I think that other professionals that we deal with, attorneys, engineers, stuff like that, are realizing our importance now. And that even goes into, you know, our day on the Hill when we go up into Congress. Mm -hmm. We... Uh, they're starting to, we're starting to make inroads there too. And that's, that's exactly. So I think we're helping our profession. And I know, especially people is my age, older, um, some people are naysayers and say that, you know, things are just terrible. But it's an exciting time to be a surveyor. And I'm jealous of these young kids. They have so many <laughs> neat things. And, and I want to help them as much as I can. Exactly. Well, God, that's that's fantastic. Um, I guess 
to you're talking about uh, earth-centered, earth-fixed coordinates and things. Uh, based upon your experience, you're, we're getting ready to run into to new terrestrial frames with NGS in 2022. Oh, yeah. Uh, how... How important do you see it that the technician is in the middle of all of that and understanding well, where we need to be with, with all this, this transformation? I think it's critical, absolutely critical that they have an understanding of this. Think about this. What we have now or what we're going to have with the new 2020 data, 2022 data, we're carrying our benchmarks with us now. We don't have to run five miles of benchmarks just to get an elevation on our job. I mean, we're carrying them with them, and we're to within two centimeters? Right. That's less than an inch, and that's like talking about angels dancing on the head of a pin. I right. mean, we, the things that these guys are going to do, and these, these young men and women are going to do, are just incredible. You know, we wouldn't even thought of it when we were, when we were the technicians, when we were technicians, we were the young pups. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be critical, and that's that's one thing that I think NSPS is going is going to help take the lead on this this transformation. Uh, it, a lot of it's going to come back to the surveyor and the surveying community when we're trying to help explain to contractors and uh, building trades and agriculture and going why why does my coordinates change? Why why, why are things shifting? That's right. And I think yeah. a lot of people are going to look to the surveyor and go. How do I make this work? And we're going to have all those technicians out on the on, on the front lines with a dozer operator. It's going to walk up and go, "Why am I not in the right place now?" Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree with you that yes, it's it's important that that the technicians are on the front end of all of this. And really, I think your curriculum that you put you put together here, your your manual, helps establish what what that's all about and what we're, we're the basis of all that stuff yeah, is. Yeah, they need to know the theory behind what they're doing, you know. And there's another thing that just drives me crazy that I hear from time to time with professional surveyors is all we're doing is raising the generation of button pushers. Well, I, I'm here to tell you, if we're, raising, if we're raising nothing but button pushers, it's our fault, not theirs. Right. We are the, the mentors. And we may not be legally bound to mentor our technicians, but we're certainly morally bound to. And that's what's important. We, we, we always have to keep that in mind. Exactly. You know what, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was just, I was just at, another, at another conference and a uh, uh, little shout out to a, a friend of mine, uh, Todd Horton, who runs the uh, surveying program at Parkland College in Champaign, Illinois. I was listening to an ethics class of mm -hmm. his because uh, obviously that's part of our continuing education is taking ethics classes. Oh, yeah. uh, and he stressed that, that exactly that, that it is, it is the licensed surveyor as the mentor, as the leader, uh, being able to, to, to provide that information for those technicians, to provide that information and that guidance. That you're right, if, they, if those technicians become button pushers and button pushers alone, it's our fault. Oh, yeah. We are fully responsible for it. So, yeah, you know, hearing you say that, just it, I think, I think that's resonating across the the profession. I agree. As a matter of fact, I was just hired by a, a local company here in the in the Seattle area uh, a couple months ago. To I gave a, about a three four hour class 
on random error theory to their party chiefs, to their technicians. And um, we, you know, we've had several conversations about how important I think random error theory is for the technician to understand that there are random errors out there and how we can minimize them and how we can identify them and all those kinds of things. Because he's the guy in the field and he's got our stamp on his shoulders every time he goes out there, and he needs to know this stuff. Oh, exactly. I guess I get, I, I tire of the, the stories that I hear that somebody will go out, check one of the old NGS monuments that are local, whatever, and say, oh, well, I missed it by six or seven hundred, so it, you know, it, it must be bad. And it's like, bad? <laughs> Wait a second. I, you're marrying old technology with new, old data with new technology and you're saying it's bad no that's fantastic oh, actually yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes I think you're right being hearing that you're doing you're providing that kind of a class mm -hmm. is um, I hate to say it's unique uh, it, but it's a good unique uh, I think we need to be able to, to have more of that so um, uh, personally well yeah I'm going to be here for, we're actually at the Wisconsin uh, Land Surveyors uh, Conference here in uh, just outside of Seattle I'm going to go personally. Washington, not Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Thank you. <laughs> Cut that one out. Yeah. I was just in Wisconsin. Uh, Washington. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sit in on that. And when, when I found out that that class was going on, I'm going to sit in on that because uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a realistic factor of what we do every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're bringing it to light. Yeah. And they need to know it. They, you know, it's, it's just all part, of, uh, it's all part of what we do. It's part of our profession. And, you know, we'll go out there and we'll tell the guy, I want you to double the angle. He has no idea why, you know. And he says, why do you double the angle? Because the boss told me to. And, you know, right. they don't realize what it, what it does for him, things like that. And um, I, I, I like to tell the story. I had a party chief when I was uh, in, in practice, very good party chief. A smart young man, dedicated, wanted to do a good job. I just the kind of guy you like on your jobs, you know. And um, had a degree in math, and he was running a level loop. And he came off a benchmark that was established, I think, in the 80s or 70s or something like that. And he had an electronic level. And he give he put down all his his numbers, his rod readings, everything to three decimal places. And. He was so proud of himself that he closed well and all that kind of stuff, but he didn't realize that these temporary benchmarks himself were not good to three decimal places, you know? <laughs> exactly. and, but he didn't understand why, and that was the mathematician in him, because the mathematicians, right. they, they like exact things. And so we had a little talk, and he understood, he understood my concerns. And um, so that was a, that was a moment to educate that mentoring thing that we were talking about. Right, know? exactly. And um, he's still a very good party chief. So he just got his LSIT, as a matter of fact. Nice. Well, good, yeah. good. Yeah, because that's that's been the interesting to watch the progression of technology with data collectors, especially. And depending on the user settings, yes, you can run it out to three, four, five decimal places. Yeah. And to your point, uh, with random errors it's not that good and it, it has to be understood where those errors can can lie especially when you're not doubling angles when uh, just all just all the factors that play into that yes exactly yeah. so uh, yeah. well and I tell you what one story I do want us to tell and it's about Jim uh, <laughs> oh no oh no 
uh, and this is, I guess this is what, I mean, I've known Jim for several years through NSPS. The one thing that, that impressed me uh, was a couple of years ago, we, have, we were, the NSPS, the American surveyors, were challenged by the Chinese for a surveying competition. And the funny thing was, uh, we had a couple months to prepare for it, but the, the American team didn't, didn't know each other until they met when we met on the site. Uh, the Chinese had been been uh, had been preparing for literally years, like a year and a half for this thing. Uh, what I liked about it when we came together, and Jim was one of the participants, uh, that it was fun to watch your team working in the field. Oh, it was good. Yeah. And because the way the the competition was was you had to use uh, total station terrestrial. Uh, type of data collection, use GPS, and use a digital level. And watching your team put all of that together, and uh, the Americans did prevail in the field, by the way, uh, it, was, it was fun to watch. And your enthusiasm out there with, with that team was, it was contagious. Well, you know, speaking selfishly for that, what was really neat about that, although I really enjoyed it, but one of the surveyors, a professional land surveyor, one of the surveyors on my team was a former student of mine. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, and it was so nice to be able to work with him. And he's a branch chief with the BLM now. Oh, wow. And so that's, that's one of the great things about being a, a, a former teacher. You see how well your students are doing it. Really, it's, it's good for your ego, if nothing else, you know. Well, and that's, I, think that's, I think you hit on that with part of the profession, whether it's teaching, whether it's in a in a business setting with with former underlings it is family oh yeah it's oh, very much family yeah. and you and I think that's the one common thread that I appreciate about surveying is that it is that family aspect and you want to see them succeed you oh, want yeah. to see them do their best yeah and very few surveyors don't want that I right. mean there's there's probably the odd guy out there that says I'm not going to be bothered teaching these people anything but that's that's rare and, right. and they're either lousy surveyors or they don't last long. Exactly. Well, putting the manual together, I think, uh, I, I think it takes it to a whole other level myself yeah. that, uh, that you're wanting to help promote and, and push the profession where it should be. That uh, As we were talking earlier about, it's not just the surveyor anymore, it's surveying and the entire team that's together. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give credit to John Fenn from Michigan. He's the first and only first one I've, I heard say it about when you send that crew out, you're sending out your license, your liability, the truck, the equipment. You're sending so much responsibility on that, on that team to go out there, or sometimes that individual, that uh, we need to make sure that they have the best, not just the equipment, but the best uh, skills and tools. Oh yeah, for all of that because it's to your advantage. I yes. mean, you think about it. You're the one that signs the stamp and signs it, you know, and it's to your advantage that they uh, can do the best they can and they know the best you can. Absolutely. And if it's going to cost you a couple more dollars and, and payroll, fine. That's, that's money well spent. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Exactly. So where do you see the profession in uh, five, ten years? Where do you hope, uh, it, hope it goes? I, I, I tell you, it's one of the things that I'm very appreciative of NSPS and our, and our state societies is that we're starting to recognize. You know, you said this is a profession of surveying instead of surveyors. Mm -hmm. And um, they're starting to realize 
the value of the technician. You know, we have the Certified Surveyor Technician Program. We have all these things going on, you know, the Trigstar, the, the murals we have for, they're in my grandson's school right now, you know, mm-hmm. things like, and we're really reaching out, and like this podcast, I mean, we're, we're making ourselves more available, and we're, we're getting the word out about surveyors, and we're realizing that this, this professional and this technician, we're a team, and we're accomplishing the same goal, and we want to make it best for everybody. Exactly. And 10 years from now, I'm going to be sitting in the corner telling everybody how great I was. <laughs> and we're going to have these young people uh, running things, and it's going to be wonderful. Well, I'm, really, I, I, I'm really encouraged by the young people that are coming into our profession, the young people that we see coming into the NSPS. Yes. You know, and, and, and the young surveyors. And So it's, it's an exciting time. Oh, I it's think it is, too. Time. I think it is, too. Well, I would also like to thank uh, Chrissy Wilson and uh, LSAW for giving us the, the space and the time to be able to sit down and have this conversation. Uh, this is one I've been wanting to have for a while, uh, selfishly, because of getting to know Jim and his passion and knowing the things that, uh, even at this stage in his career, well, he's still making the profession better, period. So I thank, appreciate that. Thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. We do definitely appreciate that. A uh, lot of good things going on up here in the, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, like I said, the young surveyors are starting to gain some traction, and uh, uh, a lot of great stuff at LSAW. We're very impressed with the organization. So, oh, yeah, we're, we're, yeah we're, I, I'm proud of it too. I'm past president of the organization, and uh, and um, it's uh, you know you talk about the young people taking over. You should see these people. They're just they're they're going to be great. Exactly. Know? Well, Jim, I'd like to thank you for your time. We'll uh, we try to keep these in 30 minutes or so, just so people uh, can get off the, the small bites. But to me, this was an important bite to, to to get and give out to the people. Well, it was a real honor talking with you. I just the fact that you you wanted to talk with me, <laughs> it was it's a real honor, and uh, I I I, I want to commend you and Kurt. And anybody else who is involved with this uh, with this podcast, this is a great thing for the surveyors, and it's really enjoyable for all of us. Well, you've been a big proponent of it and a big uh, big cheerleader for a while on this as well. So it uh, it only makes sense. But like I said, I think it was more makes more sense to. Uh, well, and hopefully the listeners are the same way. I'm I've got a just my hair standing up on end from your passion. I just uh, do appreciate good. that. Appreciate so. it. Thanks. All right. Well, that's that'll be it for here just outside of Seattle, Washington, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to our Future Focus with Jim Cohn here on the Surveyor Says Podcast. We look forward to helping Jim see his goal of publishing his survey technician manual in the very near future. Upcoming episodes will delve into surveyors and specific insurance requirements, upcoming legislation that will affect our profession, and how NSPS adapted for its members during the COVID-19 pandemic. So remember, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And also watch our website, nsps.us.com, for information on future episodes. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.